Welcome to the Inspired Wild Podcast. Lane, I'm excited. We're here in Sydney, Nebraska at Mindle USA HQ. We got Phil Francone. We got Jordan's over there. He's going to be uh, helping us out. We're, we're here to learn how to properly get fitted for a boot. And I'll be honest, I have worn a ton of boots in the past 25 years, and I don't know that I know this. There's a lot that goes on when you fit your shoes and your boots. A lot of times guys go in, they're out with, they're out on a shopping trip. They either go to Cabela's, they go to somewhere else, they go wherever they're going to go get their hunting boots. They try things out. They, they don't have the sock on they're going to wear when they're outside. Right. They have on them, their, their summer sock or they might have on some light dress sock. They go in, they put their foot in that boot. They think it fits. They go home. It's not what they need. So it's really important that you do this. You do it well. You fit both feet. You want to make sure a lot of people don't know it, but a very limited amount of people in the country have the same size foot left and right. My feet are different. Your feet are different. I'm sure of it. We're going to measure all your feet. Okay. We'll get everybody di- dialed in. We'll know a lot when it gets to that. So that we'll make sure you get in the right boot. What, what do you look for in a hunting sock? I mean, I, I know this is even above this, question. but because but, I like to have two, two types of hunting sock, a thinner, my earlier season, and yep. then I go to a thicker one. Sure. Um, I tend to like alpaca, uh, smart wool, like the, mm-hmm. that wool, uh, but... I mean, is there, there a, is are there a million socks okay. out there? The barrier of entry to make a sock is really low. You don't need a lot. You need a machine. Uh, you need a knitter that can knit them for you and someone that can design a fancy pattern on it. The re- what it really comes down to is the filament and the fiber that you pick when you, and you choose in those socks. So, um, when I, back in the old days, I was what we called a sock psychologist. <laughs> and so you gotta be careful it, how you say it's that. Very, it's very, it's it, very, you have to really enunciate when that one comes out. Yeah. So, uh, I was in charge of purchasing socks for a really large outdoor retailer and, and we went through everything. We, we dealt with several different sock mills, really high class, top notch knitters here in the United States, people that really know their way around socks, what it takes to build a sock, the machinery behind it, which is basically all the machinery comes out of Italy. They're called San Giacomo machines. They're just fantastic machines and they can do anything. They can knit pictures on a side of a sock. They can do it. In, a million different things and each machine has different needle count so you think about a really really heavyweight sock and you think about those big heavy terry loops that are inside of the sock for insulation that machine might have 64 needles might have some variation of 12 needles as it goes up Um, when you get into the finer lightweight socks they can do a lot more with them and they can bring a lot of panels in a lot of stretch a lot of things that wrap around the arch of your foot or they can do anatomically correct left and right socks uh, those machines have a higher needle count, so you type, typically get a little thinner sock, but you, and you don't see that pile when you when you turn that sock inside out. Uh, you think about your heavyweight hunting sock, and it's got all that terry and all that loop in it. Your lightweight hunting socks don't, and that's right. really the, that that comes down to the machine and what you're doing. So, from a fiber perspective, I am an all natural guy pretty much, other than uh, a little bit of nylon in there to make sure that you have some abrasion resistance. Merino wool is where I go. Merino wool is my favorite alpaca. It's a great fiber as well. Does the same. I mean, a similar, similar output. Um, I don't like alpaca for me because it actually wears a little faster than it does. merino. I it's, will it, say it, that. It is, it is a softer fiber. Mm-hmm. So it does not take abrasion as well. And typically what you have to do is you have to back that fiber, back the heel, back the toe, put a lot of other stuff in there to kind of um, thwart that abrasion on the outside of your shoe because you'll wear that thing out. 
Okay. Okay. So people have lots of choices. Oh, there's it's a ton. probably just like anything else. It's what fits, what, yes. what you like best. There are a million synthetic fibers out there as well that a lot of guys like to wear. Me in particular, my feet sweat when I wear uh, a sock that is a man-made fiber. Oh. And I don't know why that is, okay. but we used to have a ton of different socks uh, that we used. And I, if I went with a straight, like it, w- it was an Ultimax sock back in the day from Wigwam, I really sweat bad and and I and I couldn't keep my feet dry and it was miserable so I started wearing merino wool and I just had a lot better luck with it and a lot of people don't realize that in a situation um, sometimes you don't have to worry about getting wet from the outside Correct. it's wet from the inside a lot of folks and, and believe me um, seeing the returns and stuff like that on boots throughout the years a lot of guys say their boots leak and we'd test them I mean we made sure 100% and we do this today we test boots to make sure that they are 100% waterproof a lot of times you're either stepping in over the top of the, the gusset right. or the tongue or you're sweating like crazy and you're not giving yourself time to let that boot dry out I actually had a conversation with a guy he stopped in the other day and he's like I don't understand how I'm going on a trip I only get to take one pair of boots how do I get them to dry out and, and, and the way I do it you can always pack a newspaper. At the end of the day, take those boots off, shove that newspaper in the bottom. It's 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 flat, it's light, That's it dries idea. out quick. You can shove it in there, it will absorb some of that water. It's not gonna get it perfectly dry, but it's gonna get you at least drier than it was before. The other thing that I, I do, I pack a lightweight pair of slippers, really lightweight that don't um, take up a lot of space. And then I take my, right when I get back to camp. So if you're wearing your boots all day, you get up at six in the morning, you go out, you're hunting all day, you go back, you got the fire, you're cooking in the tent, you're doing all the things you do to get yourself ready for the next day, and then you take your boots off and go to bed. If you take your boots off when you come back and put on slippers after the day's hunt, the sun goes down, that's another couple hours, that boot isn't on your foot, it's drying. Mm. It's getting that out of there. So Especially early I do, season. I do the exact same thing. I like you packing Crocs. Yeah. And you just, I strap them to the outside of my pack. Yep. And then they stay at camp. But yes. even on my, that hunt last year where I was at doing that Del sheep hunt in Alaska, I, I I don't know how far we packed in, but those were with me on it. It's worth it's, it's worth it's it. awesome it's because as soon as you get back to camp, yeah. put those on. Yes. One, it feels so much better for your feet. Yes. And two, your boots are drying yeah. out, so you don't have to worry about them. Well, good. See, that's good information. I, I've, I've taken my boots off, pulled my insoles out. Um, I'm sure everybody can attest to this. Tried to get them up next to the fire. Sure. Ended up freaking burning them. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It, yeah. So so it is an issue. Um, you hear people talk about walking their boots dry. Is that something you can do? Because it, it, if your I mean, feet are sweating, how? It depends. So, I mean, if it's a warm weather hunt, no, you're never going to walk them dry. Right. Because you're so, going to continue to sweat. Yeah, I was on a caribou hunt in the Brooks Range in Alaska. Everything's wet. You're in the muskeg. You're in, the, uh, you're in that tundra. It's just... There's, there, there's no way to do anything about it so the, the newspaper thing actually is what we did and i also another little tip that i do sometimes i would lay that newspaper over the top of that boot and i would crack open a hand warmer and put it in each boot just add some heat to the to the process just that makes sense just okay. get just get something in there because the, right. the the even a little bit drier is better than wet right right yep. no doubt and and for me even if the boot isn't completely dry putting on a dry sock mm-hmm. with that it's better than putting on a wet sock in a, in a wet boot. Yeah, you, your sock's going to end up being yes, wet after. Exactly. But with these natural fibers, they dry so much faster. Quick. If there's one thing that I do, I overpack socks. I don't like to overpack. I like to take exactly what I need. I will overpack socks because you never know what's going to happen. And, back, I mean, there's there's a lot of waterproof socks out there, too. And if you're going on a really, like, crazy hunt in the tundra, 
I've also done a deal where I wear a regular lightweight sock and then I put a waterproof sock on over the top if my boot gets soaking wet. I, I use it as a, an insurance policy. I don't wear it all the time, right. but it is in my pack. And if I step in over my boots, if I have to cross a creek and I'm, I'm just soaked and it's no good, I at least have that waterproof sock back in the camp that I can put on my foot and get myself through that hunt so you're not sitting there and doing, gotcha. the, doing the squish, squish, squish if, thing all the way. If, you're, if you can't walk, if your feet fail you, you're done. It's over. The gig is up. I mean, you can maybe even if your scope breaks, you can borrow a rifle. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, what I mean, yes. but you can't. It's not. You can borrow. You can borrow a knife if you leave a knife at yeah. home. Yeah. You can. But you can. You can do a lot of things to get yourself back in the hunt. If your feet are broken, yeah, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah, you're in deep okay. trouble. First, first things first. Here we are in our all our glory in our nice socks that you told us to bring. Yes. Our hiking, our particularly specific boot socks yeah, absolutely the the first process of getting fit and getting ready to try on your boots is to make sure you're wearing the sock that you're going to wear at all times okay. then the next step i i suggest you do this everybody needs to go out even if the, even if you're just go to a shoe store go to a dsw i don't care they have a they have a little silver metal thing on the floor there it's called a brannock device and the brannock device is what measures your foot this is the standard. I will tell you first things first, nobody builds to the Brannock. When, when, when you start looking at other um, brands out there, Nike traditionally fits small. Mindel, our product fits a little bit big. It's on a different last. So this gets you started. This, okay. isn't, this isn't the end all be all. If you step on it, it says nine. That doesn't mean you're gonna wear a size nine. So I'm gonna have you step in there, drop your left heel in. Big, big important thing, make sure you're standing square like that. Yep, right over the top of it. And what you're going to do is you push your heel all the way back. You got to make sure your heel is, is seated in the cup. This little deal over here, this is kind of an important thing. A lot of people don't know what arch length is. And arch length is really important when it comes to the way a, a shoe should feel and, and the way it should fit. Your foot is going to be a length and it's going to be a width but your arch length can actually be longer than the length of your toes. So let's say your shoe right now, Trevin's standing on the, the Brannock, he measures just over an eight. His arch length is actually almost a nine. I'm a, I'm a freak. <laughs> and so basically what that means is that the length of your foot from your heel to your arch is a little bit longer than your toes. So you kind of have short stubby toes. And, and well, so- Well, they kind of take a left at Albuquerque. They, they do, you, you do have a hard left <laughs> well, there. Well, that's because I've, got stepped on by bulls and dislocated every oh, toe. Well, that'll yeah, do, the that'll biggest do part of your foot is in the very middle. For I sure. I tell you, my toes, my toes yeah. head that way. Yeah. And, and so what the, the importance of the arch length is where that shoe breaks. So every shoe breaks when you, when you walk forward and, and you put pressure up on your toes and you're walking through that shoe breaks across the ball of the foot. It isn't, you might want to try on a nine because it might actually break better for you on the ball of your foot it's going to give you a better platform it's going to feel better you might have a little extra room in the toe but it's better to have yourself a good base platform and 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 the width of your ball is in the is, is in the piece of footwear where it's supposed to break so and i always thought that don't go big because your 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 fit foot slides in and out of there and one thing yeah. that i hate is that heel yeah that big blister you get on the back of your heel because you get that heel slide yeah there's a happy medium there and it's tough I mean, we're going to put you in an eight and a half and we're going to put you in a nine okay. and, and, or, or probably an eight and an eight and a half actually. So it's important to do that. You've got to try them both because you don't want your heel to slip out, but it all depends. I mean, if okay. we can get you, if we can get you in the right width and, the, and everything, we can get you in the right spot. 
I think we okay. can. So make sure that's, that that's my left foot. That's your left. That foot. doesn't mean that's no. my. That's gonna. <laughs> doesn't mean that's what no. my right foot's gonna. As be. we started out, there is absolutely no one. I, I shouldn't say absolutely no one. That's that's awfully finite. There are very few folks that have exactly the same foot. So here, you actually measure seven and a, just a hair over a seven and a half. You're you're, you're under an eight. You come out here to your width. You've got a, you've got a, you're a D width, and your arch length is almost identical. You're kind of in that nine range on your so arch length. So my right there too. foot is actually shorter yep. than my left foot. Correct. I am a right footed soccer player. And you just got them stubby toes still. I do. <laughs> the toes are both. They still take the right turn and up. <laughs> you can tell that you're you have some some wounds on those feet. They've been through some battles, yeah. man. Okay. One thing I didn't do real quick. Just we got to talking, and I forgot to measure your width on your left foot you're sitting right at a d so okay. that, that that's a d uh, there so when you look at at widths there's a b c d e and then er, as it goes up every e is an additional double e triple e quadruple e i actually met a guy uh when i was down visiting a buddy in missouri he had a 6e foot he was a 14 6e look like a platypus look like a swim flipper it was really he's had yeah. wide feet <laughs> really wide feet so pretty impressive okay all right lane lane let's get you measured up let's do left side first okay i think there's going to be a slight difference in the overall total number here is that right on the ball there okay yeah you measure just under a 13 on your left foot and we, your width is actually a C, so you have a bit of a, narrow, a more narrow foot. So, and and typically, and you you'll find that a lot with guys that have, I mean, Skis. yeah, guys that have long long feet like you've got. Yeah, right. Uh, sometimes they can be long and slender. It just depends. But okay, let's jump you over to the right. We'll get that one to go. All right, push your foot up against that if you don't mind. There you go. So there, you're about a twelve and a half. So your your right foot is just a hair shorter than your left. And you are wider there. You're all, you're actually over a D. You're between a D and an E. So you've got kind of one uh, short, fat one, and one long, slender one. <laughs> That's what no, I'm not going to go there. It's a family show. It's, it's a family show, folks. So, but uh, so that's that's the importance. You need to you need to make sure because everybody needs, and really you have to fit your long foot, okay? Because you're not going to be able to go in right. and buy a twelve yeah. and a half, and you're not going to be able to go right. in and buy you know, an 11 for the other side. You're, right. you're, so the best thing to do in that situation is make sure you can sock up if you want to. You can. It, so let's say for me, I am a 10 and like a 10 and a, a quarter. It's probably not enough to worry about socking up. But if you have a, a, a half size difference in your feet, because some guys do, like you're a nine and a half on one and a 10 on the other, you might want to wear a liner sock. You might yeah. just give yourself that extra buffer on that foot. If you get loose in the heel or something like that, that can really make a big difference. Now, will you uh, even you measured our foot in these socks? For me, these socks yep. are my my lighter weight. Yep. Hiking, hunting, early yep. season. Can I wear my thicker, heavier? It's still okay. I'm not going to mess up my sizing with that. You can. I mean, you can what you can put on too heavy of a sock. So let's say that you put on a a, a, a heavy weight winter, really cold weather type sock. And, and you fit your boots with that lightweight sock, it could absolutely change the way that boot that, the way that boot fits for sure. So if you're maybe if you're right on the line, then that could be uncomfortable yeah. to wear that. Correct. Oh, gotcha. This is where you need to give yourself some space right. when you try it on. If you and, and it's it's kind of a it's your own decision because nobody's going to be able to feel what the inside of that boot feels like on your foot. That's your foot, your feel. 
you got to be able to go in there and say, okay, today I've got on a lightweight sock and I feel pretty good in this one. I've got a little extra room or I don't have a little extra room. If you're maxing that thing out and you're wearing a lightweight sock, you might need to go up a half a half size. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You guys want to try on some boots? Yeah, let's for sure. It. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's grab some boots, Jordan. We've got, we'll try on Trevin first. We've got several boots set up for you. Uh, let's go with the vacuum. So uh, talk us through this first boot. I, I this is a. All right. This is the vacuum hunter. Okay. So this is our memory foam system boot. When we talked about on the first podcast right. we did together, this is number one. It's, it's our, it, this will be, this is our number one selling boot so far. This one's taken off big time. It is soft cramp on compatible rock rand all the way around the outside, 300 bucks. And it is uninsulated, but it has that memory foam system in it. We talked about. So when the entire vamp, the quarter, the shaft and the, and the, the footbed have a memory foam in it. So it feels like a very custom fit. When you put it on your foot, it will wrap around your foot and give you a very custom. It feel. just looks like a good, I mean, it looks like a boot. You know what yeah. I mean? Some boots you're like, yeah. well, it kind of looks like a tennis shoe. <laughs> this boot, yeah. it looks like a boot. I'm telling you, there's, there seems to be a little bit of a movement to that lighter, faster shoe. And I, and I, I get it. I understand people want to wear a lighter, faster shoe. For me, it's all about the platform that I'm, that I'm, that I, that I want to be on. If I am going to be packing some quarters out on my back, I don't want to be in a tennis shoe guys. I mean, that's, right. that's hard on your feet. That's where your knees go bad. That's where your lower back gets to hurt. Right. And that's where your feet fail you. For me, the better the platform, it might, you might not not save a few ounces you might say oh well that one feels a lot cushier at the end of the day you're going to use a lot less of your muscle getting yourself out of there if you've got a great platform right so trevin's going to slide on the he's got the right number eight and we're going to have him put on the left too here's another thing when you go in make sure you put on both both boots a lot of guys go in and slip their right foot on or the left foot on whichever it's typically if you're right-handed or left-handed it's your go-to side you know what though you it's the dadgum people there they only hand you one shoe it's the truth when you go to a true and what my terminology i don't know if this is anything outside of sydney nebraska terminology but you need to go to a sit and fit operation if you walk into the store and all of their footwear is self-help and you're sitting there on a bench all by yourself you're in the wrong shop you need to go in there. You need to talk to an expert. You need to know, you need to talk to someone who has been in the footwear industry for a while that has fit a bunch of people in boots because there's, there's little nuanced things that are important to the way these things fit your feet. And you, they, ha they have to have that experience. If you're just sitting there on a chair all by your lonesome with a stack of boots around you, that doesn't, I don't, it just doesn't cut it. Right, right. Now, when you're pulling this on, even for the first time, I want to yep. cinch this baby down. Don't I, I for me, especially on that memory foam boot, I cinch it down pretty well. So right. there's there's a there's a, a point of diminishing return there. You can tighten it so much that you cut off the circulation well, to your foot. And there's even special ways to tie it. For there's sure. Special ways to wrap it to give pressure in certain yeah. spots. Those boots, and, and we, we discussed it on the first podcast, right. but they have a dig-a-fix system in them. And that basically allows you to lock, there's lace locks on, this, on the boot that allow you to, you can kind of go half and half on the boot. You can make the bottom as tight as you want or as loose as you want and then lock the lace in and do the same thing with the top. You can make the top as tight or as loose as you want. So the first thing I notice is that my toes are not touching. That is extremely important. I, don't feel, thing, yeah. I don't feel anything on the 
tips of my toes. Yeah, that is important. You cannot have. I can move. I can even there. move my my toes without, uh, you know, I'm not scraping mm -hmm. the, the yep. front of the box, yep. the toe box. That's perfect. But they definitely have a. Uh, I can feel uh, the the what do you call it the memory, memory foam? foam? Yeah. You can feel it hug your foot, and and even the, the guys at Mindel, and when being over in Germany several several times with them, and, and wearing these boots actually on a hunt with them in uh, Austria, they want you to lace them. They want you to wear them for a couple minutes, and then go lace them again because your foot is going to wrap inside of that foam. So you might break it down a little bit, like and, and so they would just want you to go back and just make sure it's true and make sure it's snug. Well, it feel. I mean, it feels good. I'm. Feel. I was telling you, I pulled my mindles out and uh i think they're five years old yeah. they look like they're 20 years old but um <laughs> and i put, I put them on and they they just fit my foot yeah. so i i'm i mean they feel like a comfortable boot they're it's going to give you a great great platform so you've got the memory foam system you've got the polyurethane midsole you've got the vibramount sole soft crampon compatible it's about eight inches high so you're going to get some good water clearance if you've got to jump across the creek or do some things of that nature it's just this is a really awesome boot how do my legs look in them lane they look good they look like two toothpicks in a friggin boot <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> there's nothing that says i'm dialed in quite like shorts tall socks and a pair of hunting boots that's right that's right well you, you know need what to do the, some calf raises hey i could do a lot I, genetics bro genetics sorry unless i start supplementing that's a good way to break them in though that's a good way to i'm actually gonna way. go uh, i'm taking my daughter and some friends backpacking this weekend okay um, and for me, uh, a boot, you can break a boot in so much. Yep. It all depends on what you're going to be doing hunting. Yeah. But you need to be doing something similar to what you're going to be doing hunting to know how they're going to affect your feet. Absolutely. So at least I'll get to, you know, yep. probably my pack probably won't be that heavy, sure. 40, 45 pounds. And we'll be going four or five miles. But at least it'll give me the opportunity to really, uh, yeah, test them. Yeah, this is where it starts. So. Let, let's i mean you're, you're gonna walk out of here with these boots today right so you just we fit you we we brannicked you these boots run a little bit big your feet were a little over an eight so i i suggest going down that half size in that situation and it works perfect for you you're gonna walk out of here day one now it's time to break them in and then that obviously sets forth a whole nother process that you need to make sure you do before you hit the mountain right right and that includes uh some type of do you need to condition these boots they're they're conditioned at the factory right out the okay, box right okay. so when you get them day one they're they're where they need to be i am a big believer in treating my boots i do treat my boots before i go and i would just tell you it's personal preference i like wax-based product i do like open offs we talked about that right, the last yeah. time we were together i do like treating my boots before i go a lot of i mean and for a lot of reasons number one just any water repellency you can get so that boot doesn't wet out anytime anything wets out you guys know it you've worn wet clothes it it adds weight it adds clamminess you get cold so just it's just better to keep that that water and vapor and all that all that good stuff off of there so you don't end up being soaked and I'm not getting any miserable. heel slip at that's all. the important thing when you're when when you're moving in those the important there's two things right make sure your toe doesn't touch make sure your heel doesn't move uh, no okay. it's I'm not getting any heel slip. How does it feel from a width perspective? Have you have you got any slop from side mm -mm. to side, left to right? Mm -mm. It looks like you're sitting in, sitting in them pretty well. Yeah, I mean, 
feels pretty good. I mean, right. literally, it feels yeah. pretty good. Cool. Uh, part of part of it is maybe that you know I'm used to the feel of this yep. because I've had yep. a similar boot for sure. Um, but the, yeah, I mean, I would v- feel very comfortable with saying, okay, yeah, these are these. The, uh, I want these boots. I'm yeah. taking these. Perfect. You know, because of I'm not getting any red flags from heels, yep. from toes, side to side slosh, anything like that. Awesome. Well, we're gonna get Lane fitted. Okay. So. Lane earlier had sent a list of boots that he wanted, and he told me he said he, he was a size 14. That's what I'm wearing right now. And that's what he's wearing right now. In a Mindo. But here's what's interesting. Yeah. In his, in on, with the way he branded, he branded out a 13, right? And so I want to I try him in a 14 and a 13. I don't know if you've See, ever had both of them on your feet, but I, I want you to put both on, and I want you to feel that. So, Jordan, if you yeah. could grab a 13D as well as the 14, we'll... Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. I want you to, I want you to feel the difference, because it, I would tell you that if uh if it were me and you and, and you said you called me on the phone and said hey i stopped at a shoe store i got branicked i branicked out at a 13 on my right and i'm about a 12 and a half on my left i'd be i, I would put you in a 13. okay cool so what we're going to do we're going to put a 14 uh on one foot and we're going to put a 13 on the other and i so want you to put the 14 on the left where it measured a little bit bigger yes is that kind of what yes, we're doing that's exactly right so cool. i want to put the 14 left on you you know it's funny that ontario we tried on yeah i was on my left foot yeah, and that's where it was foot. a little tight yep not i was like well will it break in a little bit i'd like to see how it fits on the right i will see what happens uh, on I, that. I think that's i think that's that'll be a good test I, I always tell folks there there's no doubt that a, your boots will stretch they're gonna they're gonna give but they're gonna give in width not length yeah if if your toe is touching the stretch they is not gonna that. go forward yeah, it's gonna no. go out yep so there's your left 14. Big a boot as that is, you could put a baby in that thing and rock him to sleep. <laughs> There's no doubt that's going to make for a pretty good platform. <laughs> I can see the way you're moving in that boot. I can tell that your foot is narrow. I yeah. Can, I can see the way it breaks across the top of the ball, or across your metatarsals and across the ball. You're not filling that boot up. What do you do in this case like that? It's an interesting situation. So, I mean, our boots come medium and they come wide. And this is the medium. In his situation, I would tell him that you can do one of two things. We can put a spacer underneath the, the footbed, which we've, we've done before. Or you can you, you, uh, use a heavier sock or p- replace it with an aftermarket footbed. So the footbeds okay. that are in these boots are going to be somewhere between 5 millimeters in the front and 7 millimeters in the back from a thickness perspective. You can go out there and look at some aftermarket the ones seven. that might be seven and nine yeah something of I've that something okay. of that nature so you can so you can help take up some of that and so that's back here or no, uh, in here uh, it's so the width that i see is all yep. across the ball of your foot so yeah it's obviously important the the width of the heels important because you don't want it to slip and slide around you need yeah. that heel cup to set your heel yeah. in and, and make sure that it doesn't move and it feels tight yep. yeah I, I, even in this this is the bigger one it feels but i tight. see how it i see how it's bending here yes that looks like it's there's a void yeah i'd really like to put them in a like 13. i don't have that on mine unfortunately we do not have a 13. okay do me a favor would you would you grab a um 
Comfort Fit 113. Even in comfort fit, okay. Okay, so what you would normally do in this situation is we'd throw a thirteen on the we right to, we side. We need to put a thirteen on him. Hey, here. it's not we're, a bad yeah. thing when you're when yeah. you're running out of stock and you guys just friggin' open the it's door. A good, it's a good thing. Okay, we, we sold through some stuff, which is obviously awesome. If we were in uh, Wichita right now, where our distribution center is, we'd have a couple more opportunities to put you in the right boot. I don't want to send you home with those fourteens, though. Yeah, I'd rather get you a thirteen, and I want you to try it on. Um, cool. And and I want to make sure that you get the right boots. So we're going to reconvene with you and make sure you get the right Sweet. shoe on your foot. Yeah. Because it's it 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 looks. How do you how does your toe feel? Do you have some room in there? I, I have a little bit of room, yeah. but it's not like I'm. You're not swimming in it for sure. I'm not swimming in it. Can you, I mean, can you so show me if you show me where the top of your toe is on the, on that boot when you lift it up right there. Okay. So the other option yeah, it's then right there where okay. I'm lifting would it up be, yep. so would you, be to turn. Pull that insole out, mm -hmm. put one of a seven mils, maybe even a nine, play with that, and that's gonna bring his foot up and it's gonna make well, see, it. This is part of the problem too, this is where I get screwed. You have half sizes. When you're at a yeah. thirteen, you yes. have a thirteen to a fourteen. Nobody makes a thirteen and a half. There ah. there is some industry standard stuff. So for the longest time when I first started selling footwear, what seems like a hundred years ago now, uh, they didn't make an eleven and a half. Mm-hmm. So 11 and a half is, is kind of a fairly new phenomenon when it comes to footwear. Uh, 12 and once you break the 12 line, it's almost all full sizes. It goes 12, yeah, it goes 12, 12 13, 13, 14. You so, don't have the 12 wow, and a half, I didn't know 13. That. I never yeah. thought of there that. There are some compromises that you have to make when, you have got, when you've so got a big foot. So that's why you so, have you know. to figure out, okay, hey, we need to put this insole in. We're yep. going to have to go with this sock or. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. We want to try you guys in some other, sho uh, sh other okay. shoes too, uh, boots cool. as well. Want to make sure that you have some other opportunities. Well, I'm, I'm, this, this is a boot for me, and I don't know what you think, Lane, but this is a boot that I could see wearing from September through November. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. I mean, it, it, freezing temperatures. Yes. Um, but it's also something that I'm going to, if I'm spotting and stalking, this boot's coming off my foot. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's, it's just stiff enough. Yeah. I feel like I can't feel the ground and I would be too loud. This is certainly not a spot and stock boot. This is a, this is a get you in, uh, deep. this is a get you in the mountains, get you deep, right. get you. Uh, for me, it is the, it is the, uh, perfect elk hunting style. I mean, we've got a couple of boots that fit that, but this is a really good elk hunting boot. This is going to get you to 10, 12,000 feet easy. It's, I mean, you can get yourself in a real pickle on these boots and, and, and they'll get you out. They've, they've got the right, they have all the right things. They have a great outsole. They have a great midsole. They have a uh, great leather and they have that rock rand that'll take a beating. So even if you're in the toughest stuff, this is a great boot. Okay. So I got a question for you just yeah. for the podcast, because I know that we can call you and talk to you. Sure. Say I get those 13s in and I can feel my my toe hitting the end here sure what's the best option at that point we i mean is that when we're going to be just messing with the the platform a little bit get going with like the 14 mess with the platform or probably going to move like that. i mean it, it, for me they, if your toe is touching the front you have got to go up the size you have to because if you don't you're going to end up coming on a descent you're going to be fine going up the mountain, but yeah, uh, the, mo the moment you turn oh. around and, and start descending that mountain, you're going to lose your toenail. Especially you'll, you'll, with weight. I'm yeah. oh, pretty sure that's why I have the 14s now. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that makes sense. You want to yeah. make sure that your toe doesn't touch. And I, I know that, that, that you've worn the 14s in the past. It is, it is 
really, really important to where your toe doesn't touch the front. Yeah. You don't want to lose your toenail coming down on a descent. It'll be, it's miserable. Yeah, that's probably why I've always gone towards the bigger toe box and not the. You've gone for the length. And so instead, mm -hmm. your compromise is to go up that size. And, and you probably would be better off in a 13 and a half. But if they made it. If they made it. It just doesn't exist nobody, in this world. Yeah. yeah. Nobody makes them yet. No. Maybe we can Interesting. Interesting. Get on it, right? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to yeah. have Trevin try on a couple other ones. And we're, this we're, is... we're out of 14s for you. You tried on the Ontario. We've tried on the, the vacuum fit. We're going to get you a, a, another size in that. I do want you to try those on Sweet. just to make sure we're comfort, comfortable. I do want to try that Ontario on the right foot now, see if that does. I, it, Knowing that yeah. they're different sizes. Now. If you would, that there's that Ontario uh, in the UK 12. Let's yeah. try that on, on his right foot. So this is... That one is the Comfort Fit Hunter. Okay. And that is a size 8. And this is a boot for? This This is another. So I, I talked about the two great boots, the best platform for elk hunting. This is another fantastic okay. elk hunting boot. Here's and the difference. The, the Vacuum Hunter is that memory foam system, mm -hmm. and it's made on a symmetrical last. So the, the difference from here, this boot is made on an asymmetrical last or an oblique last that's shaped exactly like your foot. It's more anatomically correct. Okay. And it also has a different type of footbed in it. It's got a lot thicker footbed in it. It's got a silicone impregnated cork footbed with a pour-on polyurethane uh, heel insert. And basically, if you think back to the old days of, of wearing Birkenstocks, and I think folks are still obviously probably wearing those, your foot... I've never worn Birkenstocks. <laughs> Some folks love them. My, my wife and my daughter would... That's their first choice if yeah. it's warm outside. I was at uh, my buddy's baptism uh, of his twins this weekend and one of his daughters was wearing uh, Birkenstock sandals and one of his older daughters and, I'm, and I thought it's it, it went right to the shoe right the comfort fit when you wear that cork footbed your foot is going to mold into that it's right. going to take the shape of your foot and give and basically give you kind of a semi-custom orthotic right it's going to fit your foot it's going to feel great on your foot when you put that boot back on you're going to know and you're going to feel your foot slide in there and your all your toes are going to fit right in their own little spot it, it feels pretty awesome so that's that's this and this yep. boot feels feels great. I feel it in my instep a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know why, but a little bit taller boot. So it's got a, it's got about an inch on the vacuum hunter. It's got the cork footbed, polyurethane uh, midsole. It's got that like we said all, all that good stuff on the inside and then it has a brand new vibram outsole on it too which is specific to mindle it is the vibram multi-grip 6.0 made in italy fantastic rubber compound has really improved the traction of that shoe uh over what its predecessor i think that you is, were telling that us a, that in the, yeah, in the we, podcast how excited you were we talked about that when we were over in yeah. windsor i'm telling you it's an absolutely awesome outsole this this boot feels good too it does not feel um as comfortable right out sure and and that's yep. probably because i'm you you, you gotta you, you gotta let it sit you gotta let it seat in it's very important for so. you to break that shoe in you want your foot to slide in there and be a part of that footbed it needs to mold to you so this isn't a get it out of the box and take her up the mountain tomorrow. i notice as i'm looking at it boot. for those listening as i look down at the boot looks very similar but i do notice it doesn't have the rubber um it doesn't have a full rubber rand the around full the outside. rubber rand mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people will look at that and go, well, it's not as waterproof. Has, that has nothing to Zero. do with waterproofness, no. right? The waterproofness is actually on the inside of the boot. There's a Gore-Tex 
construction in there. Uh, they used to call it a booty, but the, there's a Gore-Tex sock that is molded inside of that footwear, and it's basically the inside layer closest to you. So it'll go, there There will be the, the lining that goes up, obviously, against your skin. can be any color, but it just makes sure there's not any abrasion. And then on, on the back of that is laminated the Gore-Tex, and on the back of that, if it's insulated, that's where the insulation would okay. lay. And then on the uh, out from there would be, obviously, the leather and any, any foam and any leather from there. Okay. All right. Well, the, the, outside, the outside of the boot has something to do with water repellency, but it has nothing right. to do with waterproof. Right, right, right. That feels very comfortable. Um, did I tell you about uh, when I first got my first pair of what I would be call a mountain boot? Yes. Uh, I got, can I say another brand? Sure. Lois, yeah. which I had heard wonderful things about, but my foot sloshed in that like i was a, in a boat just back and forth i could i i couldn't get yeah. it to, to fit I, I, and, so I, and i and i and i went with the thinner yep. model anyway that is the and, and everybody knows this because if you buy a different brand of shoes when you go to the store if you've ever ordered them on the internet and you wear a size nine in this one you might wear a size eight and a half in the other right. one loa is a fantastic german company they make right. really great product their lasts are different than our last right. so if and, and really just as unique as your feet are with your toes turning in and, and all the injuries you've had to them in the past, that happens to a million people all over the world all the time. If you find a last that fits your foot and a brand that fits your foot, you got to stick with it. Right. That's important. Right. And I, I would, if my, if my boots don't fit your feet, I'm not going to send you up the mountain in them. That's not right. my, I don't want you to come back down and be mad at me because I right. sent you up there in the wrong stuff. That's not right. what we're here for. We're here to make sure you get the right product for your foot that gets you up and back and makes you happy at the end of the day. All right. Gotcha. Okay, well, that's a very comfortable boot, too. But I do know this, that it is, uh, it's one of those things that is going to, it's definitely, I'm, I'm going to have to wear this boot for a while to get it to, oh, <laughs> go ahead. No, well, my mom just showed up. Well, so. have her come on in. My, nep my, ne my nephew's in town, so yeah, bring her uh, on in. Yeah. Hi, Mom. Um, <laughs> So, my nephew's in town from Missouri, so we're all uh, visiting. I, I was going to go eat dinner with him tonight, but then you guys came, so well, uh, we, we're, we we're doing something a little different. Hi, Mom. So Hi there. So we've got the whole we're clan. We're good. Well, look at this. we got everybody here. Well, this is we're actually, awesome. We're actually taking a, 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 doing a podcast right now, so you guys are on it. So welcome. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. And, we're, and we're trying on some new boots. Well, good for you. So, yeah. So, so, so we got Lane actually brought out another another style that we have. It's called an Ontario. It's kind of a it's a lightweight hiker. Something that he wanted to uh, use in the Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge. Yeah, how's it no go? No go. Still, no you're go. touching. The, yeah. the left is really touching. The right yeah. still touching up front. Yeah. I mean, my toes are just right it's here. You're just weird. I can point to right where yeah. they're okay. They're yeah. just and even just standing here, my yeah. foot hurts in them. Yeah, and these are yeah. what would be the equivalent of a thirteen. It is just a, thir a different. It is, it is a thirteen, so that's a UK twelve. So yeah. it would it would size you up to a thirteen. Yeah, and so. they're just, they're no go. My toes are touching the end. Those are nice looking, though. They are cool looking. I'm actually really bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> See, really this, bummed is, out. this is, the, this is why it's are... so important to get fit. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've tried on multiple shoes on your feet to find that some things fit a little bit differently. So it's, yeah. it's important to put them on your feet, make sure they, they fit the way you need them fit. Well, that's awesome. Mine's are, mine are, we're batting a thousand here. You're batting a thousand. But again, I'm, I'm that, t I'm that eight. Um, eight, eight and a half ish. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have yeah. any half sizes to deal with. 
and um that's the that's the deal when you get yeah. into the the full sizes 13 14 right. it's tough 12, it's 13, like the 14. guy that has two left thumbs you know it's it's hard to <laughs> get them in gloves it's true this is probably where we're going to strike out a little bit so the smallest size we have in the ontario for you for the for the alpha uh, challenge is an an eight but it's a uk eight so that's basically a us nine but i want you to try yeah, it on. let's try it on i want to see how it fits yeah. I bet it fits. It's right there on your uh, headphones there. Everything's going to fit you today. Everything's going <laughs> to fit Sometimes it goes that way. Yeah. No, no uh, the Ontario. There you go. Thank you, sir. Okay, so, and this is what Lane just had on, which was what this we, we had yep. talked about using for the Alpha Boning Challenge. Oh, you, you got it. Because it's got the traction. It's still got the support. But it's, it's, it's a tennis shoe slash hiking it, shoe. It, uh, we would call it a light hiking shoe. Okay. Um, it's got some, it's, it's Gore-Tex waterproof nice nice uh toe cap so you're going to get some protection there also has what's called vario fix and vario fix like we've talked about the dig fix on the other hunting boots where it seats your heel back in the shoe the vario fix does the same thing but it does it with a braided cable oh I so see. there's a support system that goes all the way underneath the the, the boot and across the, the back of the heel that to suck pull, it that in pulls your foot back into the heel so you gotcha. don't get some some um, like will this help me shoot better i sure hope so <laughs> <laughs> needs all the help he can get i do So UK sizes are usually a size. Yeah. If it's a twelve, it it would be, be a thirteen. A thirteen yeah. US, and this is an eight, which is probably closer to a nine. And I can see you see where that's puckering on you right there. Yeah, and that's look definitely at, a width, and you're you're certainly look at that's yeah, my toe. Yeah, you're short. Okay, we need to get you a smaller size okay. than that one. Okay, that's a good looking shoe. It's a great shoe. I wish I had your guys' size and and. Could, could fit you a little better in that one because I think right. you guys would really enjoy using that one out there on that challenge. Yeah. Well, it's not till the end of the month. We're going to do one more boot for you, Trevin, and it's okay. called it's called the Kibo. And this is a cold weather winter boot. This boot is, I, I have nothing to back this up scientifically, but we believe it is the only boot in North America right now that has Gore-Tex air fiber insulation in it. It's kind of a new thing. They're, they're doing it over in Europe in some styles. It's lighter weight, less material, and has more loft and maintains and holds uh maintains and holds insula or your, your the, the heat, warmth heat retention heat retention better than better than a lot of other insulations so so is it the way they treat they treat the fill with the go it is gore the, it is the actual material okay yeah okay. so it is so there's the, the gore-tex liner in there from mm -hmm. the waterproof side right. of things and then gore-tex's air fiber insulation that is laid over the top so of that. what would this be equivalent to in like 400 thin I, I would i would put it in the 800 gram range oh okay yeah it, okay this, oh, is, this, this is a cold weather boot okay so this would be your this would be definitely your late uh this is rut, early the, november yeah. i would wear this in a tree stand to yeah. be quite honest with you so if you're if you're doing a late season around here in nebraska we have a late season uh, muzzleloader usually cold it's all it's the entire month of december this is something that i would use on that if the weather has turned south uh-huh uh, you can do a lot of great things with this we actually just sent a set up to bc for a guy for some late season hunting up there i would say yeah I, i'm I would imagine like a BC sheep hunt yes. or late season goat hunt. You got it. Something like going to January. You got you it. You can go in there where there's a lot of snow, but you still need that support. You got it. That's exactly what it's designed for. It actually started out as a uh, a build for the Swiss military, and they've they they made some modifications and, and brought it into the the consumer market. Polyurethane midsole has an interesting outsole. So this is the Mindel Rock outsole, ROK. And it has it's actually embedded with small bits of aluminum on the inside of that outsole so that it will actually grab on ice and slick terrain. So it's actually kind of a neat deal. 
How's that one feel? It's stiff. Yes, it is but, a little, it but is a little stiffer. I, I would expect it to be mm-hmm. a little stiffer. It is. You break it in the same way. Same way. Yeah. It's, I, it's comfortable. They're, I mean, all, they're it, awesome. They're really great. Well, boot. and you, uh, they've all fit my foot well. Yeah. But I think that's why I've always been a Minel fan. It's exactly is right. Because, like you said, when you find that, that fit, it, it's, you know. There's other brands out there that I've worn. Kinetrek mm-hmm. in their uh, narrow series. Yeah. I found good yeah. luck with those. I believe all of those are made in Italy. Yeah. And, and Italian boots from my from my past history and what I've done always ran a little narrower. Okay. Yeah. So that, that okay. I just want to be going on a hunt where I have an excuse to use those. Yes. Because that means it's probably a really <laughs> cool hunt. If you're wearing those boots, you're on you're on the hunt you're supposed to be on. Like Mus- that, that's, muskox? Yeah. Yeah. A muskox, actually, that'd be pretty fun to wear in. Yeah. For, just depends on where you're at. Sometimes it, that, that would even maybe not stand up with the cold rigors of... Well, when I went to Greenland, mm-hmm. it was five degrees to minus thirty. So that's that's pushing mm, it's it pretty, pretty cold. And you're sitting there on that sled. Yeah, that's typically a pack. That's pack boot country. That's a, and that's what I used yeah. to pack boot. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this is a comfortable boot. Um, Weight wise, um, as I go through these this lineup of boot, I notice, of course, this is the heaviest. Sure. I would assume it would be. It is the heaviest. There's obviously the most amount of material there the in the internal parts of that shoe will add some weight to it you're and i don't know the the weights off the top of my head of a size eight but you're and you're going to be between six and seven pounds total okay in each, in each one of those styles you had on today and you're going to probably be in the three maybe upper twos low threes on uh on the ontario gotcha gotcha okay okay wow i i i i i, I hit a home run buddy <laughs> you did, you did. everything well. fit. no uh-uh Oh, well, that's we, true. We, the Ontario idea. Yeah, you, you, you at not. least got a triple out of the deal. That's right. Yeah. Triple. <laughs> so we've got we've got some work to do with Lane, but we'll definitely get him hooked up and get him in the right boots before he heads out. So for yeah. a guy like uh, Tanner, he's mm-hmm. not here. Yep. Adam, yes. you know we we've always ordered Adam twelves. Yes. He's eleven and a half ish, but we've always ordered twelves, and he's always done fine with those. Yeah. D- depending uh, on what sock he puts on his foot and all that and how he likes his footwear to fit and if he keeps his heel can he can keep his heel seated in the back of the boot that's it's not the, it's not the end of the world i've never i would still I, want him i would I, still want to fit him i mean yeah. I, I would still want to have you know good luck with him that. try some others he's like trying to catch the wind dude he is yeah sometimes i wonder if he really still exists because <laughs> he's he's going 24 7 he has more to do's on his to-do list than probably yeah. most people do in a week yeah he does um and then uh but if someone like Tanner should should I send them to DSW? Should I send them to? A, I mean, what what do you I think? I always recommend knowing. What and then your we could foot, text you yes. a picture of yeah, the Brannock. Absolutely. If if you if you did that, if you're out, if you're on the floor somewhere and you want to shoot me a picture of how your foot sits on that Brannock, I can tell you what size I think you should go with. I think that's smart. Yeah. Sweet. And that's how a majority of your customers are going to be doing it Correct. anyway. Yes. Not very many people are going to be coming in here. A lot yep. of your stuff. No, I know. Sydney's a big draw. Come yeah, on now. I know. <laughs> so yeah, all six thousand yeah. people here. We don't really have much, but so it's kind of cool I, that we're doing it the mm-hmm. way that most people are going to be doing. Yeah, and guys are going to. I've be never able to done. I've I've worn boots. Yeah. I've worn hunting boots for 25 years. The only time I've stepped on one of those is when I got fitted for my wedding, for those little dress shoes <laughs> oh, that yeah. you rent. Yeah, it's the only time I've ever and stepped on. And those probably one. fit really poorly. They, so they were to- they were terrible. <laughs> 
So I, I do recommend that when you, when you, or we're obviously going to take care of you. We're going to make sure it's free shipping to you. We're going to get all that stuff there so that you don't have to spend a ton of money getting boots back and forth to us. But I would know what your foot measures on a Brannock. It's, and it's not hard to do. There's shoe stores around every corner. Just go in there and just say, you know what? I need, I want to get measured. Yeah. And they'll take care of you. Uh, we typically, it's about a half size so far. Some guys like a little bit more space, but typically between, I mean, the consensus between me and Phil, it's been about a half size shorter than what you typically wear. Yeah, okay. We fit a bunch of customers in here too, coming through. And almost always it's, 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 if they measure a nine, we put them in eight and a half and, and we've had very good success with that. Um, price range as we go walk through this lineup you've got comfort fit hunters are 299 mm -hmm. and the vacuum hunters are 299 the, okay so the, these are uh, similar price point they are. and then you get into this the, thicker the, insulation the kibo's 319 kibo's 319 yeah. okay so that's it's pretty awesome yeah actually that's it's a pretty good deal so i yeah. would tell you, you you'll find some other brands out there that are 400 plus yeah these are an unbelievable value for the money. This is a, this is an, a stellar price for what you're getting because you're getting the same construction, the same leathers, the same technology, and probably even improved technology and fit. There's there's nobody out there that has has a cork footbed right like like the comfort fit. And Mindel's been around for well 300 years officially. It's not like they just started making boots yesterday. This is not this is not their first rodeo. Right. They they've done pretty amazing work over the years obviously 300 years they've, they've had the cobbler tradition in their family for 300 years right. the the mindel company as you know it today was was started in 1928 they went obviously all the way through and they've been where, where they are today they're on the 11th generation of people in that family that have been in the cobbler shoemaking tradition and you've got a chance to go over and meet the family <laughs> that's unbelievable hunt with the family so yeah. that's got to be pretty pretty special i got to hunt with alphonse mindel in oh good word it would have been maybe oh five or oh six he's since unfortunately passed away but the guy was a legend i mean he climbed every major mountain in in europe he was all over austria he was invited as the only guy i believe to go to turkey and shoot an unbelievable ibex he was invited by the government down there and that ibex is mounted in their in their uh, main office just a great family huge family tradition that's that's where to me that's where they get what they have this is this is the improvement of if a company's 20 years old You've, you've learned a lot. There's no doubt you've learned a lot. But a company that's 300 years old and it has never left that family, that tribal knowledge, that family knowledge, that stuff that comes along with you as you continue down the path, that's you can't learn that. That that is you inherit that, and it's 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 really important. We weren't even a country. Stuff. No, we weren't even close. Right? 60, I think it was 1680. I mean, think about that. It's like going yeah. back to Boston and looking at the mm -hmm. old historical gravestones, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or then you go to England and and you're like. Oh, let's go back another 500 years. Yeah. And uh, what we think is historical compared to what is truly historical, that's unbelievable. That's they, so they, cool. still are, they still are in their little town uh, where they started, which is Kirschen Shoring. It's right, it's probably, oh, I'd say 45 minutes from Salzburg, Austria. It's down in the Bavarian, just at the, at the base of the Alps. It's just absolutely beautiful there. And, and, and people and, don't and, understand that these boot makers. They all know each other. Oh, they know each other. Because they've been fam uh, their families and, mm -hmm. and Absolutely. whether it's Italy yes. or Germany or, you know, wherever they're yeah. making them, there's yeah. a, they're, they're, they've been around. It's it's the Ford. It's the Chevy. It's they know. Dodge. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, it, again, that's they've only been around since the early 1900s, right? Yes. And these we're talking about companies that have been around for 300 years. Absolutely. So that's crazy. Unbelievable tradition. Unbelievable skill set. They just they know what they're doing. They make great product. And you guys just uh, uh, cracked off 
your grand opening, I guess your launch. Yeah, we've launched. We've officially launched on our website is open. It's mindlusa.com. We've had a really good response. We're, we're getting some social media out there. We're trying to let people know that we exist, obviously being brand new. You've got to get your name out there and make sure folks know that we're here. There's a lot of Mindle fans over the years since they've been being sold in the U. I think we started selling the U.S. in 1989. We just need them to know where Mindle USA is and, and where they can get their boots because we can take care of them. If they've, if they've been loyal Mindle fans for years, we've got their boots. Good, good. Well, that's awesome. Any other suggestions? Now I've got these boots. Um, what's my next step? What do I need to do? Next step, we're going to box you up and send you out the door, and then it's time for you to get busy breaking them in. Uh, and I mean, for me, breaking them in, get the sock on you want to wear. I like – I. So Jordan just bought a weighted vest the other day. And so I usually just throw some weight in the backpack and just start kind of hauling. The weighted vest is actually kind of a neat thing because it's a lot easier on you and you can yeah. kind of, you can go up and down. Just get in a weighted vest, go walk, go, go, go walk them out. Yeah, they are nice. It's just a yeah, lot smaller than nice. packing your pack and going into the gym and getting yeah. on a Stairmaster or something like that. That's exactly just, what I do. I've worn mine on leg days well, a lot. It's, it's yeah. like a lot of a, calf raises. I'm going to just put, jump you know, ropes go backpacking. Yeah, and that, yeah. That, that's and a good way to do yeah. it. And so uh, my suggestion, wear them around a little bit before you go. Make sure, I mean, if you're going to go backpacking in, in your definition of backpacking and someone else's is different, you might go six miles back, someone else might go a mile back right. so i would just tell you just make sure that you that you're very comfortable with them before you head out make sure well, that, that your foot i'm taking my daughter it. and her friends and it's a point to where even if i get a couple of hot spots i can deal with them yep, for sure as because you know i mean that's where you're going to break them in that's yep. where you're going to get get those kinks worked out absolutely it's so. pretty flat out here too so i mean going hiking out here is pretty tough i mean you can go yeah. hiking but it's going to be pretty flat what about playing at 18 18 holes Walking 18, <laughs> carrying your bag. I'll tell you what, actually a lot of people, and you will, you will see this around here, obviously we have a very hunting-centric base that lives here in Sydney, Nebraska, and there were guys that would strap on a backpack and they'd go hike the hills in the, on the golf course. Yeah. It's, it's really good for you. Like, yeah. And they'd go out there when, when play was slow, and they'd hike up the hills and go off into the rough and, and, and break those boots in and make sure that their legs were in shape to go hauling court, hindquarters out. Yeah. You're definitely not going to lose any grip with those swinging, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you didn't see my swing. <laughs> well, it's pretty bad. You might want to lose some grip. <laughs> well, awesome. thanks, man. This has been great. Really you got any you other questions, Lane, no. other than no, the I'm fact good. that you got a freaky we might have foot? We'll do a follow-up if, depending yeah. if the 13 doesn't work and maybe just do a quick 10-minute we'll thing out to uh, mm -hmm. to talk about what I'm having to do yeah, to make absolutely. it fit because I know I'm not the only guy you're that's not, fallen not. into this probably where a 13 and a half is probably the best this, hopefully the 13 is the best and i've just been wrong it's it's tough it's tough to give um broad brush stroke advice to someone yeah you've got to put them on so i would tell you right now if you land in between a size go down that half size right so if you if you measure between a nine and a half and a ten i would send you the nine and a half you where it's you're in the you're in the middle and it's only whole sizes only i i would recommend you you go up and yeah. even if he so, has to replace we'll that footbed, yeah. that's then, the yeah, way to go because that'll take up some of that slack. Exactly. Sure. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe we, if depending, hopefully I get the 13, it's fine. But if yeah. not, it'd be we cool can for other people to be able to listen yep. to it and say, hey, maybe I should try this too okay. and see how to... We can, we can sock you up. It. We can get you an aligner sock and a regular sock. Just take up a little extra space. We can look at the footbed. There's a lot of things we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, because this spacers. is my lighter... Um, sock this yep. is what i'm wearing through october for, for the sure. most part my feet burn hot so yeah. i try to go yeah. with no insulation yep. and a lighter sock instead of a heavier sock makes all the sense in the world i'm stoked for you guys 
Yeah, we're, 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 cool. we're super pumped. I mean, this not is, only just for the co- the company, but you know, you you and I hunt together out in Kansas, yeah. and and uh, we've already started making plans for food plots, and you know, coming into the fall and this and that. It's just it's just a it's a it's fun to to watch you guys going through this adventure because I already believed in the boot. You have a history with yeah. the company, and now you're and you're passionate I be, I, about I it. I believe in the foundation. Yeah. The foundation of this company is unbelievable, and when the product they put out is just as unbelievable. So right. that that excites me. I wanted to be connected to something I was passionate about, and and Mindle Footwear is hard not to be passionate right. about. They, at the end of the day, when you shake hands with somebody on a plane, they say, "Hey, what do you do?" I want to be proud to tell them what I do, and I am uh, more than proud to say, "Hey, I work for one of the best footwear organizations in the world." Right. Right. It's, awesome. a big, it's a big deal so that's, that's we really key. appreciate you guys coming out here and doing this with us it's a big deal for us we've got we're getting our phone is starting to ring pretty often and i've gotten to talk to a lot of people and a lot of people are out there going i didn't know you existed we haven't found you this is unbelievable i saw you on uh we've been on rock slide quite a bit some folks are talking right. to us about on some forums we've been on the upland journal we've been on uh, a few others i think there's one called 24-hour campfire that i hadn't heard of yeah but there's a lot of there's a really there's a lot of good talk out there and, we and that's just, where it comes from it's it that does. grassroots buzz it does and it creates that swell so it's fun listening to the customers too i talked to a guy today and he bought a, a sheep hunt and well so he's obviously wants to get a good pair of boots he's always worn mindles didn't know he existed so he ended up buying another brand well he ended up buying another pair of Mindles through a buddy's credit card, so his wife didn't find out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, are you telling me you guys do creative financing? <laughs> well, yeah. there's there's an upcharge to send you home with what the receipt that what you tell your wife you paid. Yeah, yeah that's, right. that's right. Well, that's great. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more uh, updates and stuff. We're 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 going to be doing some uh, some hunting together. We're going to be doing Absolutely. some side projects together. Hopefully, telling this story even in a more uh, eye-catching, uh, you know, fantastic way yep. to get to, to, to capture the adventure that is Mindel. And, it's, and it's an important story. It's, 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 it's an important history, and and it's 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 a fun story to tell, and it's a fun story to listen to because just learning the history of what they've gone through and what they've built and, and where they are today, it's a it's a heck of a story. Cool. 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 Well, I think uh, I think that wraps it up. I'm, I got to box these babies up. My uh, my wife's going to ask me what I spent here. Um, but as always, thanks for listening, and we hope that you will go out. Find what inspires your your heart, what, what wild place you want to go to. Embrace it, and God bless. We'll see you down the road.